Welcome back to another beautiful Sunday afternoon. If you don't know where you are, you are at the Rainy Day Horror Show, alright? And you are with the coolest and the most groovy, groovy baby, podcast host in this world. Me, Dusty McBalls, and I am the certified cougar hunter and the man with the biggest set of testicles in this world. Alright, now, on today's beautiful episode, we have two tragic stories. Colin Scott, who fell into a hot spring in Yellowstone National Park, and about these three Australian friends that happened to be, you know, Staked out by a fucking crocodile. Crocodilly. Little crocodilly staking them out, right? But, before we get into that, I think it's only fitting, since we're, you know, going on these hikes, going on these adventures, you know, to get out those adventure crocs. You know, strap them in four-wheel mode, alright? Or adventure mode, alright? Whatever you want to call it, okay? Make sure you get strapped in, alright? And grab some water, grab something to drink, cause this is good. This is gonna be a little bit of a hefty one. All right, we're gonna be out in the wilderness, doing wilderness things. I guess I don't know, but yes, we have Colin Scott, and then we have you know the three teenagers in, from Australia on the show today. Okay, well not them physically, but their stories. All right, now. Without further ado, okay, let's 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 dive into these, you know, weird, tragic, you know, just bad fate stories that happen to have occurred. Because I know the world's full of them, okay? Now, this first story that I have set up for y'all is the tragedy of Colin Scott and his unfortunate demise in the Yellowstone National Park hot spring. Now, before I tell the story, you know, I'm going to build up a little bit of suspense, okay? And give you a little bit of, you know, a background on Yellowstone and some of its, you know, what it's got there, some of the nature it's got, okay? So, Yellowstone has over 10,000 GMO, not GMO, geothermal pools, geysers, steam vents, and hot springs. Now, Colin's story takes place in a hot spring. Now, these hot springs, okay, listen here. They get really fucking hot. Like, absurdly hot. Like, super fucking hot. Like, I don't know why I keep saying it over again, but they get incredibly hot. And they can range from 100 degrees Fahrenheit all the way up to 345 degrees Fahrenheit, okay, don't know what that is in Celsius, I didn't, sorry, I didn't map it out, I didn't, didn't put it in here, okay, now, with some of these, you know, hot springs in Yellowstone, you can swim in them, you can soak in them, you can, you know, you can do whatever you want in some of these, okay, some of them are, you know, are just like a hot tub, but more 
than the majority of these hot springs. You can't swim in them. And more than 20 other people have suffered the same fate that Colin received. Now these hot springs get these like outrageous temperatures from enormous heat flow from molten rock or magma liquid hot magma in the crust beneath the caldera. If you don't know what a caldera is, it's a large volcanic crater and that's what Yellowstone is. It's this huge massive fucking volcano. Okay? Not active. Okay? Well, you know how sometimes they can be inactive and then just pop up and be active again. This one, as of right now, is inactive, okay? And not only, you know, do you have to worry about, like, the major heat in these hot springs, but there is also a shit ton of nasty, heat-loving, just fucking bacteria and just nastiness in these hot springs. And just, just a little bit of a side fact here, According to a statistic analysis story published by Forbes in 2021, Yellowstone had a had you know just a little bit over 4 million annual visitors and 52 people of those, you know, 4 million visitors had died, which if I'm, you know, being a little bit honest is a lot less than what I thought it would be. I honestly thought it would be roughly, you know, more around a hundred thousand just because, and this isn't just like this statistic wasn't just, um, like the geysers and stuff like people being burned in these geothermal pools or these hot springs. This is just like, you know, all wilderness included from bears, cougars, certified cougar hunter, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So that year, 52 people died, which thought it would be a lot more just because of all the wilderness and everything that is there and all of the potential things that could just fucking murder you, right? But, you know, I digressed a little bit, you know, wanted to give you a little bit of background here. And now, okay, we're officially going to get into Colin's story, all right? So, it was June 7th. 2016, when Oregon native 23-year-old Colin Scott was hiking through a prohibited section of this park that they were in with his sister Sable before they found a hot spring in which he happened to accidentally kind of slip and fall into. So, what's the story, Dusty? Stop with the suspense. We want to know what the fuck happened and how did he get into that hot spring? Well, citizens and my conscience, if you would just chillax, you know, pop a Xanax and relax for a second, just a little bit, I'm about to tell you, okay? So, according to Deputy Chief Ranger Laurent Vares, told the local news station... K-U-L-R-T-V, that the pair were searching for a place to hot pot. And just a little bit of a side note, when I lived in Atlanta, there was this place, multiple places, called Hot Pot. And it's kind of 
like faux, I guess, or fa for you fucking weirdos, okay? I say faux, okay? I am sorry. I know it's pronounced fa, but I don't like the uh after fa, so I say faux because of the o, okay? So, judge me in the comments if you want, okay? I say faux. It's just, I don't know, okay? I like the way it sounds. Fa sounds weird. I don't like the way the A sounds, all right? But, but, they have this place, multiple places, called, like, they're called Hot Pot. And what it is, is you go into, like, this little restaurant. If you've ever had Korean barbecue, it's kind of the same, but not really. And what you do is you sit down and the waitor or the waitress bring you like this little pot and they put it in front of you. You can go get your own broth, your own sauces, whatever you want. And then the place specifically that I was at, they had all of the ingredients that you would put into this pot with the broth of your choosing and you would just cook it like I always did, like a seafood kind of dish. And personally, that's my favorite. I love me some seafood. Crawfish, aka crawdaddies, God, they're so fucking good. Another little tangent. I went to Bernie's in Savannah. Tried crawfish for the first fucking time. Cajun fucking crawfish. This is why I love the South, okay? That shit was so fucking good. It was just fucking delicious. I don't know how else to say it, alright? They don't taste that good plain, but you get a little, you know, fucking cocktail sauce. Put a little, little little CT on that bitch bro they're fucking good okay but I had one I had you know one too many one night I had a trip to the bathroom all right no I didn't throw up it wasn't that disgusting but boy did I shit myself holy fuck that shit came out like a flamethrower in Vietnam good morning it was fucking awful, okay? Like, it just shot out of my body. Just fucking, you know, hit the toilet water so bad that the toilet water came up and just kissed my butthole. That's how much force was behind this, right? And don't get me started on the smell. Whew. That shit was nasty. But damn, was that crawfish good. But, yes, when I saw hot pot, I literally only thought like, you know, hot pot was like a type of like food or restaurant that you go to, to, you know, what I said earlier, throw a bunch of ingredients into a pot that is boiling in front of you and you eat it. All you can eat too. So, which is perfect for me because I have a tiny stomach and I don't eat a whole lot. But damn, was that shit good. If you haven't ever been to a hot pot, go to a hot pot place. Okay. But you know, no disrespect to Colin and his sister, but they wanted to do a human version of Hot Pot, and it did not go the way they wanted it to, especially for Colin, all right? And I guess, allegedly, according to, you know, this park, I guess, quote-unquote, looking for a place to Hot Pot is allegedly illegal in this these parks like Stone, fuck, Yellowstone National Park, okay? 
And that just is that's just weird to me. I never know. I never knew that hot pot was like a term for people to go illegally swimming in these hot springs at Yellowstone. I just literally thought it was a restaurant, but it's not. Okay, so weird. It's so weird that it's illegal. I don't understand it, but I mean, I get it, but like, cause people could die from that shit, but still I was like hot pot. That's such a weird fucking term for it. Right now, Vares also told local, the local news station, KULR TV, they were specifically moving into this area to specifically soak in. Now this whole tragedy, you know, from Colin and Sable going off the path, and when Colin fell into, you know, the hot spring, it was all recorded on Sable's phone. And when Colin fell into the hot spring, Sable immediately ran to a nearby museum for help since there was literally no cell phone reception in this basin's area, which, you know, kind of expected if you're out in the middle of nowhere in the fucking wilderness and once sable got help and when the park rangers and officials arrived what they fucking saw was probably the most horrific scene they probably ever well actually i guess not for a park ranger they probably deal with a lot of fucked up shit too but still, this would be fucking awful, okay? What they saw was portions of Colin's head, his upper torso, and his hands visibly burning in this hot spring. And this specific hot spring was located in the Norris Geyser Basin area. Now, U.S. Park Ranger Phil Strell also said in a report that Colin's V-neck shirt, just a fucking Chad, right? Sorry, sorry, that's rude. We don't disrespect the dead. That's not okay. Let me, let me wire it back a little bit, okay? Now, after they, you know, they saw Colin's V-neck shirt, and they also saw a cross necklace visible on his face. Now, if you are into the paranormal, I would have been shitting myself, okay? If I saw that, I would have been like, fuck, no, okay? This is some devil work, and fuck this shit. I am out, right? Because when I read this, when I was doing my research and I saw this part, you know what really popped into my head, like, right away? Was from the nun, when the priest and the young, um... I forgot what she is, but she, when she's about to be a nun and the priest opens up that box and you see that like mummified nun with the cross on her, like around her face and stuff like that. That's immediately what popped into my head. And I was like, fuck that shit. That is a weird omen. And I would no, no fucking thank you. And once the rangers reached him, they were actually, unfortunately, unable to retrieve his body due to the volatile thermal heat and the incoming lightning storm. I don't, I tried researching on why they, you know, couldn't do it because of a lightning storm, but 
I would only assume that maybe the water or just the electricity from since they're near water obviously they could get struck by lightning near the water but i don't know if it made the the hot spring hotter or if it made its acidity level like rise or what happened so they were if they had to go in they were you know it would be really bad for them too you know minus the whole being by water and being struck by lightning minus that so i don't know if that also was a thing i tried looking it up but it didn't really come up with anything and they were forced to wait and retrieve his body the next morning but unfortunately when you know park rangers and officials returned his body was no longer visible and they couldn't find it so they concluded that with the extreme heat and the acidic nature of this hot spring it dissolved his body overnight and the only thing that they could recover was Colin's wallet and his flip-flops which I don't know why maybe those were like on the side of the hot spring before he fell in or something like that maybe he took his flip-flops off and went to go dip his little toes in it or something like that I don't know but that's what was recovered and the temperatures allegedly in this hot spring that he fell into hover around 199 degrees Fahrenheit or 93 degrees Celsius for my European friends. But at the time that his body was recovered at, they recorded the temp and it was 212 degrees Fahrenheit, which is the point where water begins to boil. And if you're wondering, you know, hey, like, are there signs posted? Or, like, how the fuck do they know not to go off the path and shit like that, okay? Yes, there are signs posted that say, you know, stay on the path. And they also warn people that they are in a thermal area. Now, after the investigation was over, no citations were given out. And park officials didn't release the video that Sable took on her phone to the public. Now, imagine that, right? You just lost your brother. Dead. Fucking burned and dissolved in this stupid hot spring, right? And you get a fucking ticket. That would be the biggest slap in the dick like in this world I would have been so upset that shit would have pissed me the fuck off right I would have sued them probably not I'm just saying I would have been really really upset okay and at least thankfully these park rangers and the police they didn't release you know the photo because I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Porsche girl but it is about a girl, little little story, who stole, I can't remember if she was really, really drunk or something like that. Her, it takes place out in California, and I know just little bits and pieces of the story. I didn't really dive into it, but the whole gist of this story is one night, she stole her dad's Porsche, wrapped herself around a fucking light post or a wall. It was one of the two, and since she was a minor, they, the LA you know, police 
I think it was the LA police, weren't allowed to release the photos or anything of this poor girl. Well, someone in the police department leaked the fucking photos and it floated. These photos of this poor girl. Don't look up the photos of her if you're queasy because it is graphic. All right. I did it for research purposes. Okay. So I'm telling you guys if you're queasy, don't look it up. And they. Someone leaked these photos and they floated around 4chan and Reddit and just people were making fun of her. It was just awful. They were tormenting the parents and just, yeah, it was, it was really, really bad. And some stupid ass cop or some dumb fucking reporter decided to release it. So fuck them. But yeah, they, she didn't get a citation. Sable didn't get a citation. And they thankfully didn't release the video to the public, which, you know, good for them, right? Now on to the second story. This one is, would be terrifying. This is why I don't like Australia. I'm pretty, no, okay, I shouldn't say that. Australians, you're lovely, you know, you use one of my favorite fucking words, cunt, all the time. I love that word. But the fucking animals that you have there no thank you that fucking massive jumping spider fuck that shit right and crocs fuck them well not the ones that you wear on your feet but crocodiles crocodiles crocodilians fuck those things okay so this second and final story takes place in australia on december 21st 2003 where two friends had to hide in a tree from a stalking crocodile. So, the story goes that three friends, Sean Blowers, age 19, Ashley McGow, also 19, and Brett Mann, 22, had gone for, you know, a little four-wheeling, you know, just out, four-wheeling or quad biking, you know, depending on where you are in the world, to be honest, I've never heard of quad biking, but that's probably, you know, an Australian thing. And they were, you know, four-wheeling near this abandoned tin mine next to the Finnis River, which is located on the northern, you know, part of Australia's, you know, territory near the capital of Darwin. And the Finnis River is actually the first large river of the southern you know of darwin and once you know they were having a fun day just ripping up these fucking four-wheelers around this mine and around the river they were having so much fun right and when they were done they were all muddy so what did they do they drove their four-wheelers next to the finnis river to wash the mud off of their you know gear and this was at the point where unfortunately Brett was swept away by the river's current and Mr. Blowers, also known as Sean, would tell reporters that Brett went out just a little bit further from us. It was a real sandy bank and just lost his footing and got swept away. 
We both jumped in and swam after him where we got in front of him and we were leading him back to the bank when Ashley screamed out, Croc. I went past it and didn't see it. We then just swam to the nearest tree and went straight up. Luckily for Sean and Ashley, they made it to the tree. But unfortunately for Brett, he got attacked by a 4 meter or 13 foot croc and didn't survive. The croc unfortunately got a hold of Brett's shoulder and drug him under the water and killed him. Sean would also tell reporters that we were looking for Brett. We didn't hear a thing. No screaming, no splashing, nothing. Then two minutes later, the croc brought Brett to the surface and pretty much showed him off to us. And then off it swam. That would be the biggest slap in the face by motherfucking nature. Oh, that would suck. Oh, I would have fucking gave that croc the people's elbow. It's his way in Richmond. I can up. Oh, no. And here it comes. Don't tell me. I think we're at. Oh, there go the sunglasses. The people's sunglasses. It's the most electrified move in sports entertainment today. Oh, the people's elbow. Oh, an exclamation point. <laughs> the people's elbow. Right? I would have done a fucking, you know, swanton dive off the top branch. That shit would have made me livid. Would I have actually... No, I probably wouldn't have. I would have been shitting my fucking pants, okay? But still. Oh, that's just the biggest, you know, fucking punch in the face that, you know, Mother Nature could give out, alright? And after it swam off with, you know, Brett, it then returned five minutes later and it was stalking them in the tree. What? And Sean would also say he just hung around us all night and pretty much all the next morning. Now, while the kids were camped out overnight, thankfully, you know, these parents were smart and they noticed that their fucking children didn't come home. So, they called the police. And when... They, you know, police came over, said, hey, like, my fucking kids are gone. They were, you know, out quad biking, four-wheeling, next to this abandoned mine in the Finnis River. Like, they're not here. We don't know what happened to them. Can you go check it out? And, you know, the cops were like, yes, obviously, we'll go look at, we'll, you know, fuck it. We'll go, all right? These are kids. We have to go save these children. And when the police got to this suspected area of, you know, where the parents told them they were going to be, they ended up finding, you know, the four-wheelers that night. But, unfortunately, they didn't find the kids until the next morning. And with these sort of extreme conditions that these kids were in, with them being in a tree and, a you know, a crocodilian being under them, they actually had to call in a helicopter to come lift up and rescue Sean and Ashley. Now, Northern Territory Police spokesman John McCourt would come out and say, during the evening, it was so dark that they couldn't see themselves. 
they wouldn't have had any idea whether the waters would have risen or fallen. If they rose, they probably would have been done for. Now, after they saved Ashley and Sean, the police pulled other resources to, you know, search for Brett's body and see if they could find the crock. But unfortunately, they couldn't find it. And since this tragedy happened in the Northern Territory's wet season, it has vastly increased the territory for saltwater crocs, making the hunt for this specific, you know, croc and for Brett nearly impossible. And they called it off after a few days and that was that. And unfortunately, you know, they never found Brett. But at least, you know, at least it wasn't all three of them. You know, that would have been worse. But I don't know, seeing if your best friend died, that shit would fucking suck too. Like a croc bringing him up to you and just like, you know, showing him off. Oh, that would be awful. I don't know, out of these two scenarios out of these two stories they are both awful okay like this brings up the debate like would you rather burn to death or drown i always you know chose burning to death because i thought i was like you know at one point when you're so burnt you can't feel anything right but that takes time right whereas if you go swimming and you fucking drown, it's just like going to bed. I don't know. I feel like they'd both be pretty bad. But still. I don't know. It's a tough one. Because I've never drowned before, so I don't know what it's like to be drowning. But, like, if you overexert your muscles to the point, and then you just start sucking in a bunch of water into your lungs, and just... Uh, I feel like that would be awful, too. Alright, it's like almost being strangled or hung. I feel like that would be awful. Right. But I don't know. I don't have to worry about either of those because that's never fucking happening ever. So those are the two stories for today. I hope you guys enjoyed them. Um, what else am I trying to think? What else am I trying to think? Fuck. I can't remember. I had something to say, but um, yes, Reddit horror stories, you know, this Tuesday, and same shit, I don't know what I'm going to do for this Thursday, I don't know what I'm going to do for this horror movie breakdown, I have to figure it out, it'll be something interesting though, I don't know what, but it'll be something good, okay, I hope you guys went and saw Unfriended, still super good, I have to go see The Voyage of the Last Demeter though, I do have to see that, I've been itching to go fucking see that, because I hate vampires, like, out of all of the, you know, horror related like monsters fuck vampires i can't do it with the whole blood sucking thing shit scares the living fuck out of me i'm also really queasy so like it just me and vampires don't get along but yeah no i don't really have anything for you guys you know i hope your guys weekend went good mine went pretty good just kind of sat around um not really doing a whole lot but yeah, just sitting around making sweatshirts for, you know, my friends and my family that, you know, want them. And they're coming out really, really cool. 
Just made my girlfriend one. It was so fucking cool. And I'm making her friend one, and that one's gonna be so fucking sick. I am so hyped for it. It's gonna be so cool. But that's basically all I did over the weekend. Um, edited some videos. Um, there is going to be an episode of me being on... A, well, me returning to Inquiries of Our Reality with my best friend in the podcasting business, Shane. So, that'll be coming out. I don't know. I'll have to get the exact date and I will let you guys know. But it should be shortly, probably within the next few weeks, it'll be out. Um, Crypticon, if you're you know in Minneapolis and you still want to go, fucking go. All right, buy the fucking tickets, okay? I'm going to be there. I'll, I'm going to be there the entire fucking weekend, all right? I have Friday off. Brum work. I'm going to be there all fucking weekend. Okay? So you better be there with me. Alright? But yeah, that's all I really got for you guys, okay? Remember, stay frosty. Stay foxy. And most importantly, the most important fucking thing on this planet Earth, or you will end up in one of my videos. Stay safe, you beautiful peacocks, okay? I love y'all. Deuces.